Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm late. I'm late. For a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds. And your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps. So you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com this is the Wells Cast with Wells Adams, an iHeartRadio podcast. Uh, what up, everyone out there? Wells hanging out with you. Very excited about the uh, the show today. By the way, if you missed last week's episode, you need to go listen to it. Giannina and Damien from Love is Blind, the show that is, I don't know, taking over Netflix right now. Everyone is talking about it. Maybe if you haven't seen the Netflix show, go watch it and then kind of revisit because their story is crazy and cute. And I actually kind of did that one a little bit differently because, I mean, normally the show is origin, but I wanted to know so many things about just like the filming of that show that I kind of was like, I don't really care where you guys came from. I just want to know like what happened in the pods and then what happened in Mexico and then also... Can Mark be the next Bachelor? Anyway, so if you want to go listen to that, and if you missed it, uh, go check it out. Also, if you are a uh, Survivor fan, a couple weeks back we had Ethan Zahn on, the guy who won season three of the Survivor, lost when he came back in like 2001, and now he's on the new all-star Survivor, and he is like the nicest dude in the freaking world. We're going to continue along this reality TV run because, I don't know, why not? Very excited about today's guest. Um, she was uh, a woman who came in third on season 10 of American Idol. And she was just recently on Dancing with the Stars. This girl got a perfect freaking score on the final dance, which should mean that she should win. Sorry, Hannah B. ended up taking the glitter ball. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Mirror ball, that's right. Anyways... She is an amazing singer. She is a fantastic dancer. She is a great pizza maker. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we have Lauren Elena right here on the Wells Cast. It's Giannina from Love in Sight, a new iHeartRadio podcast all about the TV show Love is Blind. Are you addicted to Love is Blind? We are here to satisfy all 
your love is blind cravings. And if you haven't watched yet, join us everywhere you listen to podcasts for everything you need to know. Do you want to find out how Damien and I got back together? Yep, I'm the girl that got left at the altar. The Love is Blind cast will join us telling us things they have never revealed. And you get all the behind the scenes, all the details, all the never seen footage, and the ultimate question. Can an experiment like this actually work? Is love truly blind? And iHeartRadio is bringing you every little nugget, Love Insight, available now everywhere you listen to podcasts. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make Mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from undercover tourists. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from undercover tourists and authorized seller and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with undercover tourists now and save. UndercoverTourist.com and we are back on the wells cast uh that was an interesting thing that we had during the break uh lauren elena came in the studio and i said are you ready and you said no i need 30 seconds and then we tried to stay quiet for 30 <laughs> seconds and guess what 30 seconds is a very long time it is <laughs> I regretted it. Yeah, about five seconds in there. Right, it. yeah, right. Immediately. <laughs> I always love it when people are like, "Are you ready?" Yeah. Like, no. Uh. Uh-uh. No. no. Can I? I need a moment. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Do you have the Calm app on your phone? No. Do so I it's need like a. It? It's it's. Well, I don't know if any. We need anything, but like. <laughs> But like the calm app is like for meditation and it's you're supposed to do like 10 minutes a day when I, I got it and I think I pay for it and it's like, you know, I can take 10 minutes out of my, this isn't an ad by the way, I can take 10 minutes out of my day and like center myself and focus my breathing and I got it and like a minute into it, I was like, this is exhausting. First of all, I hate this lady's voice. All right. You're stressing me out. How long is this going to take? And it's like, you're you're 37 seconds in relax I got asked yesterday what I do to relax yeah and I realized I don't relax you don't yeah (laughs) I was thinking about it and I was like 
Sleep? Yeah. I think I sleep to relax. Well, what I do to relax is I do about an ounce of cocaine, a Diet Coke, and I run around the building. Uh, welcome into the Wells cast, Lauren Elena. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, big fan. I mean, you are like, you're like reality TV royalty at this point. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't want to brag, but I, I'm kind of great at making the finale on Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. You're... <laughs> You're really good at like <laughs> almost winning, almost getting there. <laughs> but here's what I say, okay? I was once uh, in the running to be the Bachelor, and I thought oh, that's what I wanted. Quit bragging. No, I'm just, but I wasn't. <laughs> I'm just okay, I I was runner up, I guess you could say. Oh. And I think that um, the best thing, uh, the the only thing that's better than being the Bachelor, is almost wanting everyone. Everyone wanting you to be the bachelor, but then you don't have to do that. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, I See, like that. Now Hannah Brown's got to go do some <laughs> weird tour, I'm sure, and carry around a glitter ball for the rest of her <laughs> live long days. You know, you get to be the girl that says, "You know what? Hey, guess what? Perfect score over here." And then it got robbed from me. All right. Yeah. So Hannah B. All right. We all know that you needed to win because after the Jed thing, we all felt bad. So we're gonna give this one to you. But we know who really won. Lauren Elena. <laughs> Wait, because we all know that. <laughs> I'm moving here. Yeah, I'm going to co-host. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I live here now. Um <laughs> Wait, hold on. Can we just, there's one, th- Dancing with the Stars. Because I've been in the tape. I went to the first one this season. I was I was a dancer last season. I was the worst thing I've ever done in my entire life. Don't ever go back and watch that, okay? Because it's very embarrassing. You did it? I was like in the grocery store. Joe was like in the finale and they brought like friends to like do the dance with him. And I'm so competitive. And I, I was like, I'm going to learn this. I'm going to be so good. I am so off on like every count. And like, it's so bad. It's hard. It's the hardest, dumbest thing in the world. I look so <laughs> stupid. They put me in because it was all bachelor people who are like shredded to beyond belief with the abs that go down to their taint. And I'm over here like 160 pounds dripping wet, zero muscle mass. They put me in a in a freaking tank top. And I'm like, well, this is off the bat going to be terrible. <laughs> But anyways, I have one bone to pick with Dancing with the Stars because it is a really fun show to watch. I hate the guy that intros everyone before they dance his voice. So bad. It's always, Dancing the Foxtrot, it's Laura Lana. (laughs) Do you have it? Play it for everyone. Dancing the Foxtrot with her partner Gleb, it's Lauren Elena. Who is that guy? (laughs) And I hate him. I hate him. He sounds like um. Who is that guy? I never met him. Good. It's a recording. I know. So they they paid for that. But like someone they paid for that guy's voice to do that. Someone wrote a check to Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Eating your liver with fava beans and Chianti, Lorna Lena. I hate that guy. All right. This is just me posturing to get that job. Okay. <laughs> oh, you need it. Yeah. Yeah. Your voice is so much better. But I can do this as well. On the Wells cast, it's Lorna Lana. Um, how are you doing? I'm great. I came in with a lot of energy. I'm sorry. I love energy. <laughs> I, I think you match my energy. That doesn't happen for me very often. Very cool. I like it. Um, you have a uh, new uh, EP out called Getting Good. Mm-hmm. Um, can we play a little bit of it to start? <laughs> From her new EP, Getting Good, it's Lorna Lana. Once I get a house that I can hang my 
Getting good. Uh, Lauren Alana's new EP. I like that song. Thank you. I mean, I think everyone feels that way when they get something shiny and new. They're like, I love it, but I don't want to take it out because it's going to get ruined. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that song's all about always wanting something more yeah. and not being happy with what you already have. Yeah. Which I feel like we are all doing constantly right now. Yeah. Everyone- I know I do it. I'm like, if I just get this song on the radio, or if I get this boyfriend, or if I buy this house, or if I do that or that or get this job, I'll be happy. But on- honestly, I have so much to be thankful for already. Mm-hmm. And that song's about that. Yeah, I mean, it's a grass is greener situation. And the one thing that I've, I, I think the common denominator that I've found with a lot of successful people is those like goal setting things like that, but then not being happy with it because then it makes it possible to set the next goal. And then you're like always chasing mm-hmm. bigger and bigger and bigger. And and it can be unfulfilling because you're like, I'm never going to get there. But yeah. then it's also fulfilling because you're like, I never thought I was get this far. You yeah, know? that's so true. I think it's just, I am, I love to set goals, but I think it's important to pay attention when you achieve one you've already set. Yeah. Like it's, it's very important to be thankful. Yeah. When you reach. I mean, I can't even believe my life, honestly. And the things that I get to do, it's unbelievable. So I just need to check in every once in a yeah. while and be like, hey, this is actually really cool. Yeah. <laughs> We need to have 30 seconds of silence yes. <laughs> to remember that my life kicks ass right now. I don't know if anyone told you what this show is, um, but I like to find out how people got to the point of having a blue check mark and everyone knowing their names and going on reality TV shows. Okay. So as much as I do want to talk about American Idol and I do want to talk about Dancing with the Stars and I want to talk about your music career and everything going forward, I want to know uh, where you came from. Okay. So. Rossville, Georgia. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Small town in Georgia. Um, I grew up <laughs> in a really small house and with my, my mom and my dad and my brother. My brother's 18 months older than me. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. He still lives back home in Rossville. Yeah. I don't know how I got out of Rossville. That's not a thing. Yeah. You stay in Rossville forever and you have kids there and they have kids there and everyone stays in Rossville. But I knew from the time I was probably nine or ten that I wasn't going to live there. I started telling people, I'm going to go be a singer. Yeah. And um, my parents were very supportive, though. That was helpful. Like, my dad plays guitar, so I would go around in my hometown and play guitar with my dad in restaurants in Georgia. Yeah. And um, I entered any singing competition I could enter. Every fair I have played, every fair in Georgia. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, every four H situation. Oh yeah, I, I did four H. No, don't even. I ain't even joking about that. Yeah. I did. Like you raised pigs and brought them to the that thing. No, I did the talent portion. Okay, okay. but I went to the fairs and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the convention. <laughs> <laughs> what raised, can't this girl do? Lauren Elena's <laughs> new pig. <laughs> I'm raising a pig right now. No, no I'm just kidding. I'm not. Um, but yeah, I grew up, it's close to Chattanooga. Okay. It's like Northwestern Georgia. So it's all right on the Tennessee line. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's where I came from. So you did, you did every singing competition. You sang at the mall, I'm sure. I sang at the mall about 10 times. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I gotta be honest with you, cause I lived in Nashville for 12 years and the Opry Land Mall, there's always people singing there and, and it's right by the like, claim jumper. And I'm always just like. I feel so bad for these. Because, yeah. like, people are just like, I just want to go get my Nike shoes and get the hell out of here. And no one's listening. I know. Yeah. So I always go sit down and I'll, like, appreciate it. I do, it too. <laughs> I do, too. Yeah. 
I always do. I used to be that person, so yeah. thank you for that. <laughs> of course. So you you're you're knowing by like what age? Nine that you, this is what you want. I've I've always known, but I started like being pretty serious about it when I was like nine or ten. Yeah. I started writing songs when okay. I was nine, and then. My parents started driving me to Nashville, I think, when I was 11. And I, w- I made a little CD. Yeah. And I walked up and down Music Row and handed my CDs out oh my to God. just random people and told them that I wanted them to hear my music. And actually, this is a really fun story. I'm signed to Warner Chapel for my publishing. Mm-hmm. And I walked in Warner Chapel and I had my CD and I went to the front desk. And it's like an intern or something, you know, the girl doesn't even, she, she does not set any appointment for yeah. anyone. And um, she doesn't want to be there. Probably. No, 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 no. <laughs> she, and she definitely didn't want to be talking to an 11 year old yeah. me with a cowboy hat on. Yeah. And, um, I walked in and I said, I want to give this CD to someone. And she said, well, we have a basket right there for CDs. Uh. Um, but you have to have an appointment. And I said, I'm going to have an appointment someday. And I dropped it. No. And now I'm signed there. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I remembered doing it when I walked in. I, I did some like writing sessions in the building. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I told, I like totally told that front desk girl yeah. who's probably my publisher now. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> works at my label or something. <laughs> but isn't that funny? That's, it, that's a mic drop situation. I was right. Yeah. You so, were right. I can tell the future. Okay, so you're 11 years old, you're in Nashville, you're walking around Music Row, just like peddling your, I guess, EP or your demo. Yeah. Um, were there any like glimmers of hope then? Were people no. like, this is this is great, this is... They didn't even listen to it. They, yeah. that, that's not really how it works, no. but I didn't understand that that's not yeah. how it works. Um, but I did, in that trip, I went down to Broadway um, kids can go down there during the day. Mm-hmm. You, it's not recommended at night. No, we're not. not. You're not even allowed. I don't know if, why I said it's not recommended. Like you cannot go there at night. <laughs> it's not an, even an option. Yeah. If your parents would let you, you don't get to. Yeah. Um, and I asked to sing with the band, so I sang at Tootsie's. Really? I was like eleven, and I and Legends. I asked. I would. I jumped up, and we started going pretty regularly. And I would sing with the bands. Really? On stage in those bars. How does that work? Because, like I said, I've I lived in Nashville for a very long time. I'd be drunk and be like, "Let me come out there and sing Wagon Wheel <laughs> with you guys," and they'd be like, "No, you're drunk." Like, how do you, how does an 11. eleven how does an eleven year old be like, "Uh, okay, come well, up they're here? not going to say no to an eleven year old. Yeah, one that's bold enough to ask to do it. Yeah, most eleven year olds are not walking into the bar and saying, "Hey, can I sing with you?" Yeah, and you were sober probably. Yeah, I was. That's most where of the time. I screwed usually, it up. usually. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I was. I think, yeah, every time. Oh, cool. <laughs> all right, you don't need to brag, all right? We get it. <laughs> I was a really sober 11-year-old. Yeah. I mean. Okay, so you did, like, all the honky-tonks down there then. Yeah, I did. I mean, do you, did you have a favorite? Like, Tootsie's are pretty famous. Yeah, I liked them all. I really liked Legends. I liked really? the bouncers at Legends. Yeah? <laughs> I thought they were nice. <laughs> Wait, did you ever do Paradise Park? Because Paradise Park was there probably when Listen, you were- Listen, I didn't when I was 11, but yeah. <laughs> I have since done Paradise yeah. Park as an adult, and they shut it down. I know. And I went to the celebration before it got shut down, because I was very sad. Yeah. And then they opened it back up. Oh, really? So it is back. All right, that's good to know. The tater tots are back. Oh, yeah. And the pitchers of beer for like 50 cents. <laughs> $30 for all of your friends yeah, yeah. for three days. 
<laughs> is that stupid like race car still in there? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Oh, yes. <clears throat> okay, so, sorry. We can talk about Nashville for a very long time, I feel like. So you go, you get to go, you're you're doing all these gigs as an 11-year-old, I guess, during the day um, on Lower Broadway. And then you have to go back to Rossville. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you doing between, like, um, 11 and going on American Idol? Well, I... I I started playing regularly in a restaurant in my hometown. It was called Magoo's. Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. Uh-huh. And I played for three hours every really? Wednesday night. All covers, originals, covers were- and originals. Wow. Um, mostly covers, but because uh, I I didn't really have a whole lot to write about back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I and I sang for tips, and I, I saved up my money so that I could. Buy outfits for my performances, and I just I sang as much as possible. All I did was think about singing. Yeah, yeah. What are your parents at this point saying? Because I, I imagine in your mind you're like not doing college, don't care about getting a PhD. I'm just doing the music thing. Well, I wanted to be um, a special education teacher. Okay. So I I didn't really know that music was gonna work because. Mm-hmm. Like I said, people stay in Rossville. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to, I, I thought I would go to college. Really? Yeah. But um, I'm really glad I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Looking back, that well, was the right It's so way. funny. Like the most successful people I know didn't go to college. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I did not go to college. Where would you have gone? Would you have gone to UGA? I don't know. Um well, I went on American Idol when I was 15, so I really I really never even looked into colleges. Yeah. But I wanted to live in Nashville, so maybe Belmont. Okay. That makes sense. And I made really good grades, so maybe Vanderbilt, but we were poor, so probably not Vanderbilt. Yeah. I think Belmont's <laughs> pretty expensive, too. <laughs> yeah, I think they're both <laughs> My parents told me if I wanted to go to college, I was going to have to get a job. Yeah. Or make really good grades. Okay. So I made good grades, but... And Magoo's wasn't paying enough to, no, to no, no, fit no. the bill I for was Vanderbilt. About forty dollars a night, I think. <laughs> okay, so from a, you're eleven years old, you're like hanging out on, on Music Row, handing out demos, then you're going down <laughs> to Lower Broadway and you're playing at Tootsie's at like four in the afternoon, <laughs> and then you go back to Rossville. You're playing Magoo's. You're making forty bucks a a, a <laughs> night. You're buying outfits, and then does someone suggest, "Hey, dude, you should go do American Idol." So from the time I was six years old, yeah. I told people I was going to be on American Idol. Really? It was my favorite show. I was such a little, I mean, I was a little girl that loved to sing, yeah. you know? And people like Kelly Clarkson and Carrie Underwood came from the show mm-hmm. that I was obsessed with. So I was like, I'm going to be on American Idol someday. And then the year I was 15, they dropped the age to 15. Wow. So I told my parents, I want to go try out. What was it before? Was it 18? 16. Oh, okay. So I was going to have to wait another year. I was counting it down. Wow. It was always going to, I was always going to be on American Idol. Yeah. I always knew I would be on that show. Were your parents cool with it or were they like, I don't know? Yeah, they were, I mean, I had to be, I think I had said it so much that we, they, there was no, they just supported it. Yeah. Yeah. But this is a funny story. Chattanooga had Chattanooga Idol. Okay. And I got fifth place. Wow. I believe I got fifth place. And if you who want, are the other four people? <laughs> I don't know, but I wonder if they're playing at Magoo's. Yeah. <laughs> nice call back. 
<laughs> no, um, that was ugly. I'm just kidding. No, that's great. <laughs> Tana Brown. <laughs> we have to I take just 30 moved seconds. the mic away. Um, no, I, um, I don't know. I, I think I got like fourth or fifth place. Yeah. But if you won it, you got to skip the lines because it's like, oh, it was a part of American Idol. I got it. Okay. Um, but I did not win it. Mm-hmm. And so I, then I thought, well, maybe I shouldn't audition at all. And my mom said, we're going to go. Mm-hmm. You at least should try. It's two hours away because I grew up kind of close to Nashville. Yeah. So we drove up there and it's like a fast pass at Six Flags, basically. Yeah. If you want it. So I watched the guy who won it audition uh-huh. and not make it. Oh, wow. In the Bridgestone Arena. Yeah. And I was like, oh, let's go. We have to go. Yeah. Let's get up and leave. And because mom, you think that you're, you're not as good as him. He beat me. Yeah, okay. Right. He, and he was so good. Really? He really was so good. Um, But I don't know. I, I don't know if he just had a bad audition. I, it's so crazy how they set up those initial auditions. Mm-hmm. You do not see that part on the show. Okay, so tell us about it. That's so, so interesting to me. So, you don't go in front of the judges the first time you audition. Yeah. Um, 16,000 people auditioned that day or wow. something unbelievable. And it's in the Bridgestone, so they pile you all into the Bridgestone and you're sitting in the seats. Yeah. It's actually kind of giving me chills now that I think about it because I've played that room a few times and I don't think I've ever really thought about that. that, that oh, I, I feel a little weepy all of a yeah. sudden. Oh no, I have to go. Um, I like how you called it a room. It's, it's, it's a hockey room. stadium. <laughs> <laughs> it fits 20,000 people. And I know 16,000 wannabe American idols yeah. <laughs> were sitting in there and um, they set up these like stations basically. Okay. Probably 30 of them. And there's like a table and there are producers of the show. Okay. That and talent scouts, I guess. Yeah. That they line you up five at a time at each station and they say yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Like they you And hear everyone's it. singing at the same time. Yes. Really? Yeah. Well that must be hard. Like if you're singing the same it song is. that I'm singing or singing a different song that I'm singing, I'm gonna screw up the words there, or there's something. There's a curtain. Oh, there is? But you can still hear it, right? Yeah, you can hear them. Mm-hmm. Oh man! But so that so I'm I, that's what I watched. I watched him walk up. Yeah. With four other people. Yeah. And he the yeses go to the right and the noes go to the left. Oh. So if you get a no, you obviously you just leave. Yeah. You get a yes, you have to like fill out paperwork or whatever and get ready. Yeah. For the next step, and you go through three or four rounds, and then you get to the judges. So you do that three or four times. I think it was. It's been so long. Um. Yes, four times. Is there I think four different rounds before you get in front of the fourth round is the judges. Where do they put the people who are terrible? Because like there's always like six or seven people who are just like so bad that like we we, we laugh at them a little bit. Is there like a whole nother section of like I don't know. Like I'm like, not sure. Yeah. Okay. I think I might have sat next to one of those people. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> this girl this is a great story. I haven't talked about this in so long. Yes. Um, this girl sat next to me and she just looked quirky. Okay. Like she might not have be entirely sure that she was at American Idol Mm -hmm. because she just seemed to be on on, in a different place. Yeah. And I was sitting next to her 
And um, she she stole my water bottle. She yeah. drank it and stole it. Bitch. She didn't make it, and that's karma for her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember her name? I wish. <laughs> I wish, but if I went back and watched the auditions, I could point her out. Okay. <laughs> Hey, I'll dig, I'll dig into it and I'll send you a Yeah, I need, I need to know be, was, this who is this is. The lady is. who saw my water bottle. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint get mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm late. I'm late. Very important. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from undercover tourists. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from undercover tourist and authorized seller and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with undercover tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Okay, so so then you 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 get it effectively. Like you get to go on the show, right? Yes. Um, like I, I try to rewind the reels to the point where I was telling my parents, like, "Hey, I'm going to go on a reality TV show," and I remember them being like, "You shouldn't do that because you're going to look like an idiot." And you're, if so, fact so by proxy, we're all going to look like idiots. Maybe you shouldn't do this. Now, this is obviously a different type of reality this TV show. This seems like a very reasonable response from your parents. Yes. Well, it, it is because, first of all, it's there's no talent involved in going on a dating show. There's actual <laughs> talent involved in yours. So I can see them being like, they can be. I think they can go one of two ways. They can be like, I don't know if I want my 15-year-old daughter to to be on television right now. Like, that's a little scary. Once we got into it, my parents were like, oh. Our child is on national. Yeah. I don't think any of us understood what was going to happen to yeah. me. Like they, we did not know that it was going to become this. You probably did though. I knew, but yeah. I don't, I always knew I was going to do it. Yeah. It, it, I feel so like I almost sometimes feel bad because a lot of people live uh, their whole lives trying to find their thing and mm-hmm. mine found me. I yeah. didn't even go looking for it. I just always had it. 
So I knew that it was, I was going to do it. I knew, but I didn't know it would happen with me so young. And yeah. It was pretty crazy. But anyway, tell me about your parents. So they no, said, no, no. They said, don't do it. And you did it. Yeah. And then, <laughs> of course, now they're like. It, I don't watch The Bachelor. That's totally fine. So I want you to tell me about how it went for you. It went terribly. Like I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get engaged. Well, that, I guess, I guess winning is how, relative in that How world. far did you go? Like I was like the seventh episode and then I got kicked off. How many episodes are there? I don't know, like 12. That's pretty far. I was like eighth place, all right? Eighth place is still pretty good. How many are there? Total. It was like 30 starting off. Hey, that's pretty good. Pretty good, right? Uh, yeah, you beat out a bunch of dudes. And I had, like I said, I had no abs <laughs> that went down to my taint, all right? Like I had no <laughs> biceps. I got to eighth place did purely Did you do anything on... embarrassing? Uh, no. I was like the funny guy. So it was easy. You are funny. Thank yeah, you so much. I think you're funny. But I, I, got, I got all the way to eighth place purely on like personality. You know, like not on looks at all. Well, whatever. Just purely on personality. I don't even think they let people that aren't attractive on that show. Right? Thank you. Uh, (laughs) I'm trying to say it in a way that it doesn't make me sound like a total creep. I'm like, you're very attractive. Oh, thank you so much. Help, I gotta get out. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta take 30 seconds. Uh, No, but it worked out for me. Like, but, But I think my parents at first, they were like, I don't know if I want this for you, and I don't know if I, we want this for us, and like this is scary. Um, but now afterwards, they are like, "Thank God you did it!" Like I, I, I found my person. I found um, like more opportunities in in my career and stuff. And I imagine it's similar with you. Is they there was some trepidation with a 15 year old girl going on national television, exposing herself in, in ways that like they could never imagine. Yeah. And then fast forward the reels to now, in which like, you know. You you were just saying ten minutes ago all the amazing things happened in your life and you need to take some time to be like damn this is awesome right you know yeah I don't think we fully understood the power of television yeah before we were on it and then it was like oh but I do my dad did have me um, my last name is not Elena Elena is my middle name. Mm-hmm. And my dad didn't want me to go by my last name so okay. that people couldn't look up my school records oh, and cool. look me up, which they figured out my name and looked yeah. me up anyway. But he w- so there were, there were like little things like that that I think that my parents were trying to protect me. But yeah, it was crazy. It was really hard to be on national television as a kid. Like yeah, that. that was tough. Do you regret it at all? Like, do you like now as uh, I don't regret it. Yeah. But I don't know that I would totally recommend it. Really? For someone that young. Yeah. I'm thankful now that I did it that young because I'm 25 yeah. and I've had 10 years to build my career and I'm still really young. So I am thankful now. But it was, there were a lot of things that um, I had to deal with that I feel like if I had been older, I would have handled them better. Yeah. But maybe not. I, I mean, I had an eating disorder for a really. Pretty active eating disorder. Was it because of the show? I had it before I went on the show. Okay. A little bit. No, it wasn't like, I was struggling with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, But then people teased me about my weight a lot when I was on TV. Like and through social media and stuff? Yes. Okay. And there was like this blog that only referred to me as Miss Piggy. Oh. And they put a pig nose on my face and I was a little girl. Like I was 15 years old. I was in high school. Uh, I thought high school was hard yeah. oh, on American Idol. Yeah. And then people it was really bad. But I don't even think I 
am therapied up and have had so much like, so I read self-help books. I do all kinds of things to try to center myself. And I think even now, if someone did that, it would hurt my feelings, obviously. But But for um, a 15-year-old or a 16-year-old, that's even more devastating. Yes. It was difficult. Yeah. For sure. It was uh, my, from 15 to 19, I had some issues. Yeah. Some serious issues. And what helped you get through those issues? Okay. This is a crazy story. Um, I struggled with bulimia mm-hmm. and um, it affected my vocal cords. Really? And I was, well, I was very ill. I mean, my hair fell out. Mm-hmm. I, I was having like serious problems. And it was kind of, I was on a really high high from American Idol. Yeah. And then the thing about shows like that is they make you famous, but they do not make you successful. Mm-hmm. So success is earned and you have to work for it. And I think it it almost pulls like wool over your eyes or something you can't see because everywhere you go, people are stopping you. And, you know, my first album, I sold a lot of albums and I did, I did, fairly well I did really well yeah um but I had to earn my credibility in in Nashville I had to go to Nashville and write with those people and be in that community and um it took a lot of time yeah Uh, you know my last album is the album that really changed my career and um I worked on it for about five years so in that time period I was trying to figure out how to make money and how to, like, I had this eating disorder, and I was so sick, and no one knew, and I was trying to hide it from everyone, and I, like, was saying I was doing all these workouts, and I had management that was, it was not an ideal situation, and just put me, like, I was 16, and I did that diet where you eat 500 calories a day, and you put a shot in your leg. I mean, I was doing, like, not good things for yeah. myself. And then my music, I wasn't putting out any music. I was working on it and had a few like bumps in the road there and had to change management and stuff. And so I just was really unhealthy and unhappy and lost. And um, I had to have vocal cord surgery yeah. because of all of it, because of how unhealthy I was living. And did did you get sat down by a doctor and was like, "Hey, listen, yes. this is what's what's what you're doing to yourself." Yeah, and it was horrible. Yeah. Um. Well, I think my mom kind of knew. She yeah. traveled with me. Yeah. Um. And my mom actually took me to the doctor. Really. And the doctor said, "So let's." They we looked at the vocal cords and they looked horrible. They were bleeding. It was very bad. And I was unable to, I, I couldn't speak after a 30 minute set. Like I was not able to talk after it. Mm-hmm. I was using everything I had. Um, and then the doctor said something like, well, have you ever struggled with an eating disorder? And I remember being in, I was at the vocal cord doctor. Yeah. So that was a very strange question, mm-hmm. I thought. And I said, no. Mm-mm. And my mom was sitting there and she went, Lauren. And it makes me emotional to even think about yeah. it because I I just remember I was like, <laughs> like that she knew, my mom knew, you know, that there was something going on. Yeah. And um, I went on a two-week trip with her to like a beach house and just 
just the two of us and um, kind of reset. And then uh, I had to have this. I ended up, I went on vocal rest for a while. They were hoping that I didn't have to get the surgery. Yeah. And then I ended up having to get the surgery. But it, it was just a really big wake-up call for me. I think a big enough one that the one thing I have always had and always cared about is my voice yeah. and singing. And when when that was, like, in jeopardy, it it was a big wake-up call for me. But I, um, I mean, I will have to do therapy for that for the rest of my life. I think it's mm-hmm. just something, something that I will always have to deal with. And um, I'm so much healthier now, and I have great people in my life that feed into my soul. You yeah. know that that they're not they're not sucking every drop out of me. Um, and but it, I definitely it was it was bad for a minute. Yeah, and no one was really seeing me. I was extremely thin, extremely, and but I wasn't touring or anything. So there are a couple of photos where people like would recognize me out, but I didn't even look like myself. And my hair, oh, it was it was bad. Well, you look great. Thank you. <laughs> um, and, you know, that's a, it's a horrible thing. I'm so sad that you went through it, and I'm sad that, like, our society in general led you to that. Um, but I'm always, like, a glass-half-full guy, and now you have this amazing platform to be a mouthpiece for so many other struggling, struggling women and men, mm-hmm. um, in, in, in that world. And so I think it's really, uh, brave of you. Like I didn't even, obviously it's in my notes, but I didn't ask you that question. You brought it up. Uh, you're like being proactive about it. And well, I, think that's I really wrote wonderful. the whole last album, like in yeah. that time period, writing for that album, that's, I, that's all I was thinking about and road less traveled, mm-hmm. which was my first number one song. I wrote about that yeah. and I never really thought we would talk about the eating disorder. It mm-hmm. wasn't, my dad did not know. Yeah. When I spoke out about it, I had not told my dad yet. Oh gosh. Because I'd been traveling and uh, I was just a little embarrassed, you yeah. know, and it's not something that I felt like I wanted. I never, I wasn't hospitalized or anything. I didn't check into like a clinic or anything. So I was pretty quiet about it. And then I was doing an interview mm-hmm. for young women. I can't even remember what it was for. Um, I was in New York and uh, I was on Facebook Live, I think. Mm. And that people were submitting questions. And one of the questions was how um, I really struggle with confidence. And you're, I look up to you so much because it just seems to be easy for you. Yeah. And I thought, oh. And I had just been through this like emotional roller coaster of like overcoming that and trying to like love myself. Yeah. And this person said that and I thought, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And I just accidentally said, I I had a, an eating disorder, like a really bad one. Mm-hmm. And then the, the more I've talked about it, the more comfortable I've gotten yeah. sharing about it. Cause at first I just kind of said, an eating disorder. And, and, and then, but it was so freeing for me. And honestly, I have girls that, and guys too, uh, that come to my show and say they did check into a clinic because they heard me talk about it and they realized, hey, I need this is not it's not something to play with. I mean, yeah. it, it, you can die. I mean, it's very serious. So, um, yeah, I definitely never thought that would be my platform. Yeah, <laughs> but it has kind of become something that I talk about. I mean, it, it's a it's a wonderful thing to be able to kind of help people in the way that you are do do you have like a website if people are struggling that they should go to 
like offhand? Well, I created my own charity called My Kind of People, and okay. I raise awareness for. I'll put some information up on my website. Um, I want to pivot over to then doing Dancing with the Stars. I'm running out of time, so we'll do it quick. But um, you did two of the biggest kind of like reality <laughs> TV competition shows. I did. I did. Uh, which one did you like better? Oh, they feel so di- Probably American Idol, only yeah. because... It set up my career. Dancing with the Stars was just kind of like a fun thing that I did to connect with people. American Idol introduced me to the world, so I owe like a lot to that show. They're different. Yeah, I don't know. I love Dancing with the Stars though, and Allie Brooke and I will be friends for the rest of our lives. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and I (laughs) learned a new skill. But we were so good. Like, what are you bad at? You know, like what's the net? What, what's the? Are we going on a cooking relaxing. show next? <laughs> I'm bad at relaxing. I already told you. All right. So there's no like meditation competition show. I'm gonna download that app <laughs> yeah. so that girl can get on my nerves yeah. too. <laughs> I'll keep you posted on that. I mean, uh, Lauren Lena, I could literally talk to you for another three hours. I feel no. like we didn't even get into like all the stuff I wanted to get into, but um, I feel like we got into the important stuff, which is re- really what's important about this show. Um, congratulations. Like literally like, everything you do, you seem to kick ass at. Thank you. And that's really impressive. And and I have a lot of, uh, reality TV, um, like where they, where they started from reality TV on this show, obviously, cause that's kind of like where I came from as well. And it's very, very hard to be able to take that 15 minutes that you get on whatever show it is, whatever platform it is, and then grow it into something really, really big. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know firsthand experience and you are someone who was able to take that one little spark that happened, whatever it was, years ago, and build it into this huge empire. And to that, I am so freaking amazed by your story. So well, thank you. And like all your trials and tribulations that you went through and you're still kicking ass and taking names and putting out amazing EPs like Getting Good, which everyone needs to go download or stream or however the right hell you Right now. Right now, go do, do it that. Right now. Um, but anyway, <laughs> this is my breakup album. Is it? Oh, yeah. Oh. I, I, no, like, in a good way, my sassy breakup album. My my album where I'm like, bye bye Yeah? Oh, yeah. Bye, boy. Oh, yes. Both I'm, of them. Okay, so can you come back? <laughs> <laughs> That's my double breakup album. Yeah? I went through two pretty brutal breakups for, for this one. Are you single right now? <laughs> That's a no! All right. Over. Yes. All right. <laughs> Next time you come in, I want to I want to find out more about the breakup stuff. Okay. But thank you so much for coming on the show. You thank are you. awesome. Thank dude. you. Okay. Thirty seconds of silence. Okay. I can't do it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Subscribe to Wells Cast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. It's the internet. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
I'm late. I'm late. Three very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.